0: Hey, thanks for being here. So, the, what happened with between PBS and Clean Elections? It was a big dust up uh, between the two organizations. They've been partners for about twenty years in the debates that have been carried on in a lot of races, not just the gubernatorial race. And so, it has been a kind of a clear-cut relationship for a long time. And then it all came to uh, it came to pass that the offer for a debate was put out there for both candidates. Katie Hobbs said she would not debate, and then Carrie Lake was to get thirty minutes a thirty minute interview um, on. PBS with the Clean Elections Commission who put these on. And, and it is worth noting that Clean Elections is a government agency so they have to follow rules and open meeting laws and other things as well. So they pulled the interview with Carrie Lake when they found out that Katie Hobbs was going to be offered the same kind of an interview and it's led to now some changes between the organizations. They've, they've backed away from each other. Joining us now is uh, Representative John Kavanaugh who wants to pull funding from PBS. Uh, welcome back to the show.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. So
0: let's talk about why you believe there's a need for this legislation. Sure. Uh,
1: Basically, PBS agreed, had a long term agreement with clean elections to run the debates and the rules were always very clear. If a candidate refuses to debate, then that candidate does not get airtime, and the candidate who wanted to gets a half-hour question-and-answer situation. Now, that's how it's always been. That's how it was during the Democrat primary for governor. Right? Hobbs also refused to debate then. Right? They did not afterwards come back and say to Hobbs, even though you refuse to debate, we're going to give you a half-hour they didn't do that then. This sudden desire for fairness only resurrected with the current race, wishes against Carrie Lake. Now, what troubles me is that PBS is not a public nonprofit corporation. PBS is ASU. What became clear in the news articles is that Arizona State University holds the operating license for that public station and it is run by ASU employees. it is run by their deans. so this is a the, the, PBS is not a private nonprofit it is a government agency and the last thing any government agency should do because they're dealing with taxpayer monies and the government is to put their thumb on the scale of an election and it's particularly egregious in this case. Because the one who's on the losing end, Carrie Lake, because her opponent gets a free, undeserved half hour of TV time, is the one who has criticized ASU and said if she's elected governor, she's going to do some house cleaning. So now suddenly the government, threatened by a candidate for governor who will have power over that government agency, is using government resources to influence an election. Unconscionable. And I think the only way that we take care of this is to separate This TV station from the government, government has no business running TV stations. We're not China. We're not Venezuela. We're not Russia. We don't government doesn't control the flow of information.
0: Have you had any discussions with the people over at PBS or anybody over at ASU about this?
1: I, I spoke to one of the ASU lobbyists and, and they're familiar. I haven't had an opportunity to speak. It was my hope that when I announced my intention to sever these ties uh, and, and aid, that, uh, that the university would come uh, uh, would come around and say, yeah, we really shouldn't be doing this and back away and restore their old relationship. But but they're sticking to their guns. I've, uh, I... By the way, the, the dean who made that decision, it was exposed, right, has made pro-Hobbs uh, uh, tweets and anti-Lake tweets. So there's a lot of bias here, which is disturbing. These are government people. I can't make a campaign phone call from my legislative office because that's a state resource. So what are they doing giving half an hour of TV time to one candidate over the other?
0: Do you believe you're going to get support, enough support for this to pass in both the House and the Senate and, and eventually get to the governor's desk?
1: Who's the governor? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a fair question. Yeah.
1: I, I think I clearly will have the votes. It, it, if the Republicans hold both chambers uh, and, and, and Carrie Lake is the governor, I think we'll be able to get gov- government out of the, the, the broadcasting business, especially when there's a history of uh, of unfairness here. And by the way, I'm not killing PBS. Right? Total state aid to their $15 million budget is, is only $400,000. So I simply want to get the control link from government to them. Let them stand alone as a private corporation, and then they can do whatever they can legally do. But the government shouldn't control them and, and use it for the advantage of, of a particular uh, government entity like ASU.
0: Do you believe there is – you just made I said something about a history. Do you believe there's a history of unfairness at PBS here in Arizona?
1: Uh, in electoral politics? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, in fact, I, I've been a uh, guest often debating people on Horizon with, with Ted Simons. Right. you know, I'm always very fair. Uh, this is so uncharacteristic. Right. This is also so outrageous. I mean, we're talking about a razor thin governor's race. We're talking about giving free airtime undeserved to a candidate, right? Oh, oh, right when the early ballots come out. This is Unbelievable. And very, very un-ASU.
0: Yeah, and that's, that was the way it was handled. Everyone I have talked to said that this is uncharacteristic. Ted Simons is known as someone that's been very fair uh, to both sides and does a really good job of walking that line. It does seem very uncharacteristic here.
1: Well, I don't blame Ted Simons. I, I don't think he had any say in this. And uh, I, I, I would guess that he is not very happy to be in this ridiculous situation. This was clearly a decision that was that was the operational decision was made by a dean, a me parish, right? The one who has anti plague uh, um, tweets and pro-Hobb's tweets, uh, although it was made after President Michael Crow of the university publicly said, I- I'd like to see the both candidates debate. So if, if you're like the a, 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 a head of part of a, a government agency and your boss says, yeah, I'd sure like to see this. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, Again, uh, it's pretty obvious that this came from the top, and it's, it's disturbing.
0: All right. So before I let you go, I want to talk about another piece of legislation you had, which was the piece of legislation that would uh, ban people from being within eight feet of law enforcement and videotaping. Are you going to reword that and take out the videotaping part of that? Where it is, you just can't be too close to a police situation. Or are you going to rewrite this in any way to see if we can get it? Uh, you you can get it passed.
1: absolutely. I I mean, I'm looking now into all sorts of uh, law cases involving police lines uh, or other states doing things like this. It will come back because nobody can tell me it's okay to let somebody, a stranger, walk up and stand one or two feet away from a cop when they're in an intense law enforcement situation. I shall return.
0: Well, I appreciate the time as always. It's good talking with you and hope to talk again soon.
1: OK, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. That is Representative John Cavanaugh uh, with a piece of legislation that would defund PBS. Coming up in a moment, evictions climb again in Metro and Metro Phoenix. But there is some good news about cost of rent. We'll talk about both of those things coming up. Values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 923 FM, and the KTAR News app. And hey, during King LASIK's season of savings, LASIK Both Eyes is now just thirty five hundred dollars. That's a two thousand dollar savings and zero percent financing for twenty-four months on approved credit. LASIK with Dr. King is only hundred and forty-six dollars per month. Go to KingLASIC.com/slash Arizona for complete details. All right. Uh, more Metro Phoenix evictions climb again. Judgments against renters are the highest since the Great Recession. This is the fallout of the economy. When we have the argument, when the president is still saying to people, we're not in a recession, when he says the economy is strong as hell, when his transportation secretary goes on national television and talks about the accomplishments of this administration, uh, the American people don't care about the technicalities of recession or not. You know, you talk to some people, they will tell you, not only are we 100 percent headed toward recession we're already in a recession and there are other people that argue no technically how do you have this many jobs available well let's forget the word technically for a moment let's talk about the situation that people find themselves in the american government is supposed to work for everyone and classically speaking because of uh, political polarization republicans are seen as the party for the rich and the democrats are the party for the working class and the poor I don't think it's accurate on either side. I think there is always a mixture of things. Are there plans that have happened or there are things that Democrats have done that have benefited the rich? Absolutely. Have they also done things that have benefited the working class? Yes, they have. And the same goes for Republicans. It's about instead of labels and parties, it really is about policy and what works. So giving everybody the full benefit of the doubt, I believe that Obamacare was intended to help so many people. But the results of Obamacare were abysmal. Now there are some people that have benefited, but is it worth the cost of what's there? The goal is is noble. We want to get everybody is in, is has access to quality health care that doesn't break you. Well, when you look at the the outcome. So let's give President Biden the full benefit of the doubt in saying that his plan and his mind was going to help the working class in America. And it absolutely hasn't. And then the argument happens every time about how all of these other factors are what's causing inflation and the world is seeing inflation. And the fact of the matter is they're right when they say that. The question, again, is about leadership and what you've done to mitigate the damage. I use the analogy – of what we're seeing in professional football. You look at right now, and I think Coach Cliff Kingsbury is on the hot seat. I think he is, even no matter what the extension he was given, and the reason why is because when you are down players, when you got a guy like DeAndre Hopkins out, and now you've got Hollywood out, and Hopkins back, when you're down some of your key pieces, when you've got your running backs aren't playing, your job is to mitigate the damage. You look at the difference in the head coaching jobs that have been done between the Arizona Cardinals when they've lost some key players, and the down Dallas Cowboys losing their starting franchise quarterback, and you see a complete difference in mitigation of damages. This administration has not mitigated those damages, and now you're looking at real people. Metro Phoenix evictions climb again. Judgments against renters at the highest since the Great Recession. So here we are in a situation that is getting worse for people. Judges are actually sealing evictions because they're trying to protect the identity of some of the people that have been evicted because once you've been evicted from somewhere, people don't want to rent to you again. So I guess if there are some kind of extenuating circumstances where they believe that it's circumstantial, that maybe you've spent your whole life paying your bills and in this case you can't, they don't want you to be damaged for years because of that. Maybe that's what it is. But we know that things are getting tough. Now, there is some good news. Rent prices have cooled off a little bit. So have gas prices, which is good news for the consumers here in Arizona. But when do we start seeing a steady decline? Because if you look at what's happening, you look at the direction that everything has gone. People are predicting that the Fed is going to have to continue to raise rates to try to cool off the economy. Inflation is still remarkably high at a time when the president of the United States continues to say – Everything's just fine. Everything is just fine. Um, so... <sighs> how this plays out politically it does matter. You know, we got an election coming up. Who are you going to choose to start making some of the rules? Meaning are you going to rep- are we as a nation going to elect Republicans in the house and the senate? And what will that do? Because then what you're going to have is a standoff with the White House. But in the minds of some it will to a great degree stop the economic plans of this administration from going any further. And I'm a I'm an optimist on all of this. I have been forever. I say this a lot. Um, I was a child of I was born in the late 60s. So I grew up in the 70s and 80s. I'm definitely an 80s kid. I turned 18 in 1985. You don't get any more 80s kid than that. I was right in the middle of that. But I remember the 1970s and I remember the 80s from a young person's point of view. But there was a definite shift in the attitudes of the American people with the shift in the administration. And it's the working class in America. Believe it or not, when, I, when you go on social media, you would believe that everyone is this partisan, hardcore, hardliner on their party issues. I am. And the many of the people that I argue with or agree with on Twitter are and but the average American is not the average American looks at the situation they're in and they vote for someone that they believe is going to put them in a better situation. That's what it's all about. It isn't about Republican, Democrat. It, it is for the parties and they're doing what they're supposed to do. They want their party to be successful in every congressional district, in every state Senate race. um, They want these victories, but the people that are voting are looking at the situation they're in, and they're asking themselves, is there any chance that the current path is going to change with the current people leading? And that ultimately will be the decision-maker. So good news on the on the local front uh, in cooling off of prices for rent, but we are still seeing a significantly high number of people being evicted. That, to me, is troubling. That is one of the biggest indicators of trouble, and I don't think it's going to get easier any sooner. Uh, most of Arizona's statewide races look very, very close, so we shift in a moment to looking at some of those statewide races and what American politics look like. You're going to hear reports from voters— not just in Arizona, but around the country and how they feel about the current state and the direction the country's headed. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to continuing Arizona votes coverage of the 2022 election with Mike Broomhead. Hey, thanks for being here. This is a great time to remind you to head over to KTAR.com slash Arizona Votes. It is a clearinghouse of the interviews and stories about candidates we've done here. It is just a way for you to be a more informed voter. If now is the time when you're trying to really deep dive and dig in to where candidates stand on issues, you're going to find it over there. It's just another tool we're providing here. Well, I shouldn't say we. KTAR News is providing so that you can be a more informed voter. So go over to KTAR.com slash Arizona Votes as one of the resources you use to find out more about about candidates, uh, This is from KTAR.com. It's a, a Kevin Stone story. It is most Arizona statewide races look like toss ups according to polls. If, poll- if polling trends hold true, Arizonans should expect to see multiple statewide races go down to the wire in the upcoming general election. Uh, Treasurer is the only statewide down ticket race with a clear-cut favorite, according to OH Predictive Insights. Um, And all of these others are very, very close. So there's a couple of things I want to – I'm asking myself out loud, and maybe you're asking the same thing. Uh, Do the – are the negative ads effective? Because they're they're funny. If you watch them, they're very funny because you'll have an ad for – in favor of Mark Kelly but what it does is it it it, it makes Blake Masters out to be an extremist in every way. It's ominous looking, and all these other things that happen, and vice versa. It can be a pro Blake Masters ad that makes Mark Kelly look like the most extreme person and the worst thing that ever happened. And and there is extremism inside politics in America. There's knee jerk reactions that are just uh, are, are huge swings, and I wonder where they come from. Sometimes uh, I I've talked about this quite a bit um, in the time I've been in talk radio. I have seen George W. Bush as president. I've seen Barack Obama as president. I've seen Donald Trump as president. And I've seen Joe Biden as president. And I remember when Barack Obama won the election... And when it was time for re-election and he was running against Mitt Romney, there was this loud voice of Republicans that say, if we re-elect Barack Obama, we will lose America forever. It will be destroyed and we will never be able to salvage our country. I said that's absolutely false because we are America. We will always come back. Now, I didn't agree with the policies of the Obama administration, but I didn't think one president for two terms was going to destroy the country. and. Sure enough, he got a second term after he was uh, done with a second term in came Donald Trump. And from a Republican perspective and policy, look at how great the economy was 18 months later, 18 months later. And then you heard the Democrats screaming, if we reelect Trump, it's going to be the ruination of America. Now it's happening again. I will tell you, we can disagree with each other's policies and platforms and say that they are bad for the country. But if we continue to say we're going to lose our country, all of these people that keep saying our democracy is at risk. No, it isn't. January 6th, it almost stole our democracy. No, they didn't. They went into the Capitol building and they shouldn't have. And there are a bunch of idiots that should be punished. But our democracy was not at risk. We were not in danger of the Oath Keepers taking over the country. They were not going to take over the country. Did they want to? Is there evidence out there that they wanted to do something to overthrow an election? Fair enough. Punish them for it. But the idea that we are on the verge of losing our country on either side of the political aisle. Is absurd. We're Americans. We are always going to come back. What is happening now in the economy needs to be fixed. Now, the question we all are asking is the Biden administration and the Democratic leadership in the House and the Senate, are they capable of riding this ship? And most Americans right now say nope. Don't think they are. If you look at the places where the president is doing worst, the worst in his polling has to do with the economy. That doesn't bode well. And it's a fair criticism. But here in Arizona, you're seeing uh, races where if you look at the secretary of state's race, could there be two diametrically opposed sides on this? You've got Adrian Fontes, who is the Democrat, who was the Maricopa County recorder during the 2020 election. And you've got Mark Fincham, who is a legislator in Arizona that believes that that election was tampered with. You can't get more further apart than the two of them, and it's going down to the wire according to most of the polls. So, this is going to be an interesting, uh, in my opinion, it's going to be an interesting election cycle to find out who gets their base out to vote. And then, secondary to that, is who wins over the independent leaning voters that have strong ideology, but they're not party loyal. You know, there are right leaning and left leaning people that are registered as independents. And there are some out there that truly want to do what's right, hate politics, but they vote, and they're going to vote for the person that they believe is best qualified. And then you have people that will abstain. Are there going to be people out there in some of these races that don't cast a vote for either of the candidates and write somebody's name in as a protest? So it is going to be very interesting what's happened here in Arizona, uh, and this I found uh, some of the things I found because it's it it means a lot to me because it's a narrative that I believe and it's a narrative that I think still holds true. Um, Uh, The the headline, Cold War Narratives, Why Miami's Cuban-Americans Remain Staunch Republicans. Now, this is Miami. It's not Arizona. But I've talked about the Cuban population. I've talked about people coming to this country. Yesterday, I used the narrative of Venezuela because there is a huge wave of Venezuelans that are coming to America. Well, Venezuela is a socialist government, without a doubt, a heavy-handed socialist government. And I've asked the question respectfully of our Democratic socialists like AOC and Bernie Sanders. The people out there that believe a path towards socialism is fairness. Why is it that we have so many people storming our gates from Venezuela that want to be in America? And we don't have a whole lot of Americans trying to get into Venezuela. You don't see many homemade boats leaving Key West trying to storm the island of Cuba to be a part of their government. There's a reason why people that come from these countries, largely especially when it comes to the power of of the government, lean to the right. And it's because they've Lived under governments where the, your your voice is restricted. Here in America, we fight, and I think it's a part of the the great culture or the great lifestyle that we have uh, made for ourselves. We argue the First Amendment in a way sometimes because you hurt my feelings. There's a story. A CNN analyst said that the uh, the that the. Um, that they have uh, um, the First Amendment's being abused by Republicans. Well, you don't—you don't abuse a right. I mean, this is a situation where there are things you should say or shouldn't say. But we talk about hurt feelings. In Cuba, the brown shirts take you away and reeducate you. We talk about our economy. Well, everybody's still spending money. Do you know in Cuba, even if you have money, you can't buy certain things. When it comes time to buy school clothes for your children, you're given a choice. When you go in somewhere, even if you've got money, you can buy shoes or you can buy underwear for your kids. Christmas shopping, you're limited on what you can buy. Food, they ration food with ration books still. So you end up going on the black market to try to buy some of the the goods that you want for your family. And that's no way to live. Why are those governments still staunchly leaning the way they do? It's because they've lived under what was called fairness for a very long time. And it's never worked. It's never worked. So we all want to be treated fairly. We all understand life isn't fair. But when you hear people saying our government's going to be fair, look at what it's done to Cuba, a beautiful place. Look what it's done to Venezuela, a very wealthy, beautiful place. And now America has been on that path in the mind of some. These are why politics in America matters. That's why people should get out and vote because we literally can change the direction of our country in one election cycle. The entire House of Representatives and one third of the United States Senate. And we should start taking that very, very seriously. I'm going to talk about education and some good news from one district here in Arizona that has high job satisfaction and a high success rate. We'll talk about which one it is coming up in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. You know, our news partners over at ABC 15, they have an investigative reporter named Joe Ducey. You know him as Let Joe Know. and It's a franchise of his where he's helping people avoid scams and get assistance. And they do a lot of great things. He joins us now. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. It's good to talk to you.
2: Hey, Mac, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having
0: me here. Let's talk about what you're doing, because uh, a lot of what you do is rental assistance and some other things. And right now, that is such an important part of people here in the Valley. that are having a tough time paying their rent. But you do a lot more than just that, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, we uh, Tonight is this, this big event. We've, we've done this for a while uh, and then kind of COVID broke it up, and we're back for the first time where we get about 24 consumer experts, attorneys uh, in a lot of fields. That, as you said, rental assistance, landlord tenant uh, problems, uh, you know, the car problems, contractors, debt, family law, all those things. The areas where we see most of the problems, scams, right. those kinds of things. And we gather people at Tempe Marketplace, and we're going to be there five to seven tonight. And yeah, it's a chance for people to come out i think i started this because people i think get tired of being on the phone can't get hold of anybody to you know handle their problems get hung up on can't talk to the supervisor or they're paying somebody a lot of money you know to get some answers and this is a way to bring your paperwork out and talk to somebody and be led on a a path hopefully (laughs) isn't it uh, that's what we're doing tonight
0: isn't it amazing that once a lot of these groups find themselves on television they seem to respond a little quicker to people's problems
2: that's my most fun, Mike. <laughs> I mean, when I know for sure that somebody's taking advantage of somebody, I have just a great time. You know, as long as I'm positive that this is definitely something, you know that that is, uh, you know, the business fault or the you know the person's fault or the agency's fault, I love going after these people. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that I mean, I think it's good. You know, I think it's good. Some people double down, you know, and don't come through, but others who do, I try to give them credit and say, hey, at least they did that. You know, at least they gave them the money back or at least they lived up to their contract. Or you know, um, we see a lot of issues involving contractors, you know, and giving money up front. A lot of people losing a lot of money. It used to be where you know, a contractor would do you know a little bit of the job and not come back. Now they're just taking the money in some cases, the bad guys, um, and running. And so you know, those are the kinds of issues that you know we're open to address tonight, and the, the kinds of things that if you could find these guys, sometimes they come through for. Them. But uh, but you're right. Yeah, it takes a camera. It's not it's not me. It's the camera and uh, you know the publicity. Yeah.
0: So what to do- people need to do, if there's somebody out there that's listening right now and say, Oh my gosh, I can use your help, what do they need to bring with them? When do they need to be there? And is are you expecting a big turnout?
2: Yeah, I hope so. Um, You know, in the past, we've been able to help everybody who's come out, you know. Um, And so we're there. We're at Tempe Marketplace tonight, 5 to 7 o'clock. First come, first serve. We have a, you know, you have to stand in line. We have a number system. We call out numbers. We've got various categories uh, from people who need rental uh, assistance or rental issues to, you know, evictions. We have, a, you know, you know, the um, I don't know if it's a record number of evictions, but we're back to kind of, you know, pre-COVID numbers um, of evictions, Uh, people who have problems with their apartments, and you know, water coming down, and not getting the landlord's attention on them. Car buying issues, car repair issues. You know, we're having a lot of issues with those right now. People buying cars from some of these used car places, and you know, ending up with you know pieces of of stuff. <laughs> um, family law. We have family law people. Their debt. Uh, general attorneys. These are people who get paid, you know, sometimes three hundred bucks an hour, uh, where you've got their attention to see maybe do you have a lawsuit. What's your next step? Should you be able, you know, to uh, to take it further? Um, and they can bring the paperwork and talk with these people one-on-one um for that time and so i hope people come out i hope they take advantage of it it's when we do it once a year and uh you know and and it's it's a chance to to talk to people you normally wouldn't be able to talk to and just see if you're on the right path
0: so if people want more information the website i have in front of me is abc15.com slash let joe know can they find more information out there
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's where we've got uh, the people who are going to be there, the experts, um, and, you know, the kinds of topics that we can handle. Most any consumer topic we could probably handle uh, because we've got some general consumer attorneys who are there. We've got, you know, the uh, is there. We've got, um, you know, the city of Phoenix, Wildfire. I mean, just a lot of people. And I I think that a lot of them handle a lot of different cases. So I think if somebody has a problem that we don't necessarily have written down, they could probably get some guidance tonight by being there
0: well joe i think what you're doing is a great service and it's it's great to finally get to talk to you on the air and i would love to hear you come back and give us some of the results that you found in some of these cases someday
2: mike i'd love to do that and sometimes you know share some of the scam stories we hear and some of the i think part of our job is also to educate i don't want to see i don't want to help people afterwards i'd rather prevent them from having the issue amen to that share some of what we're seeing that'd be great
0: thank you yeah thanks for coming on joe and i hope you get a good turnout Appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. All right, that is Joe Ducey. ABC 15. Let Joe know is the franchise. I, when I, I say franchise, it's kind of an industry term, but he's that's what he does. Is he let Joe know, and then he goes out there exposes some of the scams when he's sure there's a scam. But this thing, this event tonight, is going to help a lot of people. If you feel like you're being scammed, or you can't make headway, you're trying to get rental assistance, you can't get through the door. They're going to have a plethora of people there that are available. ABC15.com/slash/let Joe know. It's five to seven p.m. tonight at Tempe Marketplace. On on the district stage so it should be an interesting night if you're in that place maybe they can help you out so get down there and check it out what we're going to do after 10 o'clock uh, is go back to the economy the big headline that's got me here is retirement plans are set for trillion dollar tailspin according to some economists how bad could it get for people's retirement will it be delayed and what could be the fixed we'll talk about it next